If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Tuesday to everyone in the sports universe. It is February the 8th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on Twilight Sports. We are live. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carbellis saying, Aaron, how's it going? Good, Mike. How are you, sir? Doing good. Super Bowl week is, Super Bowl day is getting closer and closer. I'm excited. Absolutely. I know uh, you've been around making the social media rounds, uh, telling everyone how bad the Rams are going to beat the Bengals here. But last yesterday on the show, you you felt a little more casually optimistic in Joe Cool. Boy, I, I'm telling you what, man, the way Joey sold it, I was like, dang, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I have an idea where I want to go. And I don't want anybody to really sway me from that, but I'd say Philadelphia Joey Capusta did a pretty good job. Yeah, you know what? I, uh, you know, he just always brings the energy and intensity, and he's he's such a great and knowledgeable guest, man. I tell you what, he almost he almost had me. If he told me to jump off a bridge, I would have I would have considered it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, if you host a podcast, only small business hack. Even if you have a morning show, it's hard spreading the word. Friends want to check it out, but Aaron, I don't know if they will. You hope they will. What's well, time to turn your hopes into reality and grow with Popple? P O P L. Popple is an easy to use but high tech digital business. I hope that's that thing is clean after all that. It's an easy to use but high tech digital business card. You can get your Popple using the code AM Drive for 20% off. Set up your links and share. People you share with don't even need a Popple. We've tried it. Again, when you get your Popple and Keychain, Pop Socket, even credit card form. Enter the code AMDRIVE in all caps for 20% off on PLPL.co or visit our other great sponsors and find the Popple logo on MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Any last words on growing your brand? Always grow your brand. It's it's incredible. Popple is an amazing way to do it, and you can get 20% off thanks to these guys. Woo! The thumbs. Love it. I, I, I had heard that before, but then I just love that you reinforced the thumb theory. Who has four thumbs and can save you 20% on growing your brand, these guys. Whoa. Okay. Well, we talked about it before, and it finally came. I don't know what took these guys so long, but the Saints have finally promoted Dennis Allen, the former defensive coordinator, to head coach and replacing the obviously legendary Sean Payton. Um, Sean Payton, obviously, don't know what he's going to do. There's speculation all around what he's going to do. But Aaron, I'm going to... I know the Saints have been a defensive-minded team in the past, and for better or worse, legal-wise, that was you know a thing. I do wonder if they're going to go defense first in this draft and hang on to Jameis Winston. So I can understand <clears throat> bringing on Jameis Winston for another bridge gap. I'm I'm curious when the Taysom Hill experience uh, is going to be over as for as far as a starting quarterback in the league. I know that they're still. You know, he's still on this incentive-laden contract that we've talked about. But <clears throat> I'm okay with 
promoting Dennis Allen versus going in um, in a different direction with like Eric Bieniemy or Brian Flores or right. uh, even Doug Peterson. Like, okay, here's a situation. Like, uh, all these other teams fired their head coach. Like, the Saints didn't fire Sean Payton. Sean Payton stepped down. It wasn't like they fired Sean Payton because the Saints were an, uh, an atrocious team in shambles, in need of a rebuild. Like, there's still a lot of great pieces here. So promoting from within actually made the most sense to me. And I know it took a while. I know they wanted to probably, you know, in the grand scheme of what we're going through right now, make sure that all the optics were there. Because they interviewed three that I know of, minority candidates in Brian Flores, Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn, and then obviously Eric Bieniemy as well. So they obviously succeeded in fulfilling the Rooney rule, but it ultimately seemed like that game that uh, that De- Dennis Allen stepped in against Tampa Bay when Sean Payton um, was out, it seemed like that was almost his interview right there. And with a 9 nothing shutout and everything in place, I don't know if Jameis Winston will be the starting quarterback week one. It probably seems most likely unless somehow they can mortgage uh, getting like a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers here in this spot, which I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be traded to an NFC team. Um, but anyways, this one didn't seem like it needed a complete regime change or a mindset change. So Dennis Allen made the most sense, despite the fact that his first stint uh, as a head coach with Oakland did not go well. You mentioned fulfilling the Rooney role, and I – I understand that like those guys were viable candidates but i also feel like dennis allen i mean if if you've already got an established defensive coordinator right there like you said and he's already got that nine nothing game now on his resume that's fresh in the memory it seems like brian flores and the other guy from the lions just kind of went in there just to fulfill a rooney rule i mean you kind of know where you want to go with that direction Right. I, I I mean, like I said, you know, it's, you know, Sean Payton resigned about a month ago and they probably would have promoted Dennis Allen the next day. But we're in a time period where these things have to happen just because a head coaching vacancy, you know, exists, you know. So I don't know, maybe if there's an adaptation to the Rooney rule that says, hey, man, if, if a coach steps down like that doesn't apply to you know, having to fulfill, if you, you know, if you guys have a situation in place, because there was talk about like Mike McCarthy stepping down and putting um, Dan Quinn in there, you know, there's, there's been talk about Bill Belichick, like, so if Bill Belichick stepped down, it seemed like Josh McDaniels was the ideal coach in waiting, like that should said. and then he said he was tired of, of being the coach in waiting, he was tired of waiting, but I don't know, it, it seems like it's the right move, like you can't, I don't hear on radio cycles, or anybody saying that, like, this was a problem. Like, this one seemed like this was going to happen, and everybody's okay with it, despite his 8-28 and 28 record. We'll be all right. Like, if you're Nine looking nothing. specifically at his coaching, you know, Nine nothing is what counts. It does, and he has been with, uh, he's been with this team for, I believe, I believe since he got fired, so at least almost five, six, seven years. And no offense to the other guys, but why would, like... If we were to have, like I said, the defense coordinator, unless these guys just, you know, wow me out of the park, I, I don't have to hire you. And I'm, I'm sorry. Like, is this not how this works? Yeah, and I've, I've said that years. before, too. Why blow it up for the same scheme? It's a private enterprise. You have to basically – you have the free reign to hire whoever you want, whether that be a person who's white, black, you know, 
whatever Pacific Islander, you know, they've got, we've got you know Middle Eastern, whatever. If 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 they're the right fit for your team, then that that doesn't matter. I mean, you have guys like Ron Rivera, Mike Tomlin. You know, I mean, like Mike Tomlin has been incredible. I don't care what people say. Like, you know, you're not going to win Super Bowls every year. You're not going to get to AFC championships. Like, people compare everything to like the Patriots. Like, that is such an anomaly. The NFL is really hard to be even moderately successful. Stop comparing everything to a, an, an incredible dynasty. Not everyone's Bill Belichick. Being Mike Tomlin is actually really good. You know, being Pete Carroll is also really good. I mean, they want to run him out of town. Being a Pete Carroll and being successful for 10 years and maybe missing the playoffs twice, that's okay. That's good. That's success, in my opinion, from head coaches. But everyone wants to compare it to Belichick and say that if you're not winning, you know, if you're not getting to 10 Super Bowls in 20 years, you're a fraud. And that's just not the case. We hired Lovey Smith yesterday, and Texans did it this morning or last night. Um, so Texans have officially hired Lovey Smith. Our condolences to presuming that that was the case. Take off your hat, sir. I said they were just in oh talks. But okay, Lord. all right, all right. I said they were just in talks, but I'll, I'll take the hat off. I, I apologize for assuming, but we said it first. How about that? You know what happens when you assume, Mike. I know. Okay, <laughs> I love the hat off thing. <laughs> um, my biggest thing about this is what you added next in the docket was that Brian Ford's legal team decided to credit Houston for this. But then they said, oh, well, because we're suing, we're not going to get a – we're our guy's not going to get a job. Yeah, well, no crap. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Good job there. Uh, it's in a sad situation, but Brian Flores, you chose this road. You better walk all the way down it because there ain't no going back up that hill, pal. So, like I said yesterday, you know, I'm rooting for Lovey in this situation. It's a little bit of an odd um, – it's a little bit of an odd thing to me. He feels like a bridge head coach to me. He feels like one, maybe two years, and um, they're going to find somebody. Or they're giving Josh McCown a, a, a chance as maybe being in a, a coordinator position. Because I think they really wanted Josh McCown. I don't know what, what? happened to have, uh, to have that not happen. So for me, this feels like a bridge thing, a bridge head coaching job, which – you look at it and say, well, David Culley could have done this. He could have sat there for another year, and you're not paying two coaches on the books, David Culley and Lovey Smith, because if you fire Lovey Smith after a couple of years, now you got three coaches on the books if you go ahead and hire another head coach in three years. That's just insane to me. So I, I'm not 100% sure if they're just doing this to appease the public, which is kind of what Flores' legal team did say. But, yeah, as far as Flores goes, sorry, man, you you know, you can't be suing – a company and then be like, oh, by the way, you know, can I can I work for you guys while I'm suing you? No, that's just not the way it works. You sue somebody, you've pretty much severed all relationship ties. Whether your suit is is correct in, in nature or not, sorry, man. That's just that's just not the way life works. Yeah, he gave him the middle finger now. He wants to take his middle finger back. Too late. And and he's even said, I know that I'm probably ruining my NFL career by 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 this lawsuit. So then now that you know that, just just chill. Have your legal team yeah, just, just sit on the back burner for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we know we know you're not getting another job. Sorry, man, but it's the same, you know, it's 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 kind of like the same with the Colin Kaepernick deal. It felt more like Kaepernick, they were still offering people were still offering him, you know, opportunities. He didn't want to play because I felt like if he proved half the population right, it killed his narrative. No. Nope. And that might be the same here with Flores. If Flores went to the Houston Texans, and didn't turn the team around, 
he's he's killing his narrative there. Yeah, one more thing I'll say is we want to mention one more time, Popple, grow your brand with the code AM Drive for 20% off your order. Um, I, I feel like Brian Flores, you know, th- this job, this business is about winning. And whether or not you want, whether or not you think Bill Belichick's going to happen in everything that you pour out, sorry, Brian Flores, you were not very good in Miami. And whether or not you accepted those bribes, whether or not you were offered, doesn't matter. You didn't win, pal. Like I said, a couple it was either yesterday or a couple days ago. Adam Gase had one less win than you and a playoff appearance, and he got fired in the same amount of time. Bingo! We're right back to the Ian Drive on Twenty Sports Top Fives, baby. It is a Top Five Tuesday. We're right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top-performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com dot com slash amazon sign in and get shopping it costs you nothing and helps us that's www.tonsportsradio.com slash amazon thanks All right, and welcome back here to the AM Drive here on 12 Ounce Sports. And make sure 
that if you are done with expensive cable packages and you're looking to ditch those cable packages, please visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com and sign up for a free trial of Sling TV today. Click that Sling TV logo. It's affordable. It's simple. It's flexible. You can watch live sports, hit shows, breaking news, and more. 30-channel packages start at just $35 a month. No long-term contracts. Make that smart choice and start your free trial today of Sling by visiting MikeAndAaronDrive.com and clicking that Sling logo. All right, Aaron, do the countdown with me. Five, four, three, two, the best morning show ever. Screw you for that. <laughs> um, So I saw a little – I see that. Okay. Well, what are you talking the, about? Right. The top five NBA teams with your boy, Mike. So, for the fourth week in a row, the Phoenix Suns are my top NBA team. I believe their record is now, like, what, 43-10? and 10. They beat down the Bulls last night before it got cute late, but they pretty much clobbered the Bulls. Number two, who I thought were a very good team. Number two, the Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant has that team playing very good. And while Aaron does not know any other players besides John Murray and Steven Adams, it's okay because the Grizzlies are here to stay. Number three, despite injuries, like everyone has, the Miami Heat, our Miami Heat, everyone's Miami Heat is the number three team in the league right now. Number four, Steph Freezing Curry and the Golden State Warriors. That's right, a new nickname for that man, Steph Freezing Curry or the chef of frozen food. How about that? <laughs> that's that's better. I'm just Chef, telling you. Chef frozen entrees. There you go. Right. <laughs> Chef banquet. How about that? Chef um, TV dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, I've got the Cavaliers, which we'll get to later on in the show. But I don't know if it's the trade that got me, but this team's for real. And I forgot who the coach is over there, but holy Jesus Christ. That team has no goddamn business being this good. And they are just incredible. It's unbelievable what's going on in Cleveland. I have to give them their props. Now it's time for the top five NHL teams with Aaron. Now, before you start this, I have a question. Okay. Are you doing – I know there was an All-Star weekend. Is this kind of like your – I may have changed my mind from last week, or what are we doing here with this? No, nothing has changed. I am oh, in five teams. I'm anticlimactic. Oh, I'm sorry. We haven't had any. We've had like one, two games since the last time we did a top five Tuesday. Well, actually, some games. Okay, cool. Yeah, there were some games last night. Um, so yeah, but nothing has really changed. So I won't. Uh, I won't spend too much time on this. For me, it's number one, Colorado. Like I said, as soon as they get into the top of the standings, they're the best team in the league for me. Number two is Florida, who actually is the top of the standings in terms of points. Uh, so Colorado, Florida, Tampa Bay, Carolina, who's leading the Metro, is number four, and the New York Rangers, who are just behind them in the Metro at number five. Pacific Division, you guys need to step your games up. Huh. Um, you know, the best team in the Pacific Division, the Vegas Golden Knights, would be no better than third or in in, in any division. They'd be a fourth and fifth. Yeah, well, they are better than the Kraken. That's correct. So <laughs> to recap, it's Colorado, Florida, Tampa Bay, Carolina, and New York. So nothing has changed in that one. But maybe next Tuesday we might have something different. Is that a crack? It might go from eight to five next week. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know if what that's worth. I don't know what that's worth in the Pacific, though. Oh, now, Aaron, because I went top five with my teams first. We're introducing, great kudos to you for this, the top five Super Bowls we've watched. 
Now, I want to know the timeline for you before you start. Mine is since 06 or 05. The like Steelers and Cardinals or whatever that was. or I forgot Seahawks and Steelers probably. Seahawks and Steelers, yeah. Yeah, Matt Hasselbeck, good Lord. Um, but go ahead and give me your top five Super Bowls you've seen, and that goes back to which year? So the first Super Bowl I really remember watching, I was watching with my grandparents. It was 1994, and it was when Steve Young torched the uh, the Chargers. It was an all-California Cal- uh, Super Bowl. Um, it wasn't one of the best for me, but that's the first one I I don't even really truly remember it. I just remember bits and pieces of it. That's just- San Diego made a Super Bowl? They did, and they got crushed. Good God, I didn't know that. Yeah, back in the – I think Junior Seau was, like, just up and coming uh, oh, as a linebacker. Oh, yeah, Junior Seau. And I think – correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to look this up, but um, I think Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback. I don't, that was up, he was that the quarterback of the Chargers? Yeah, I think he was the quarterback of the Chargers when that happened. So I have That's to look crazy. that up after – I'll look that up while I'm – after I, while you're doing your Super Bowls here, so I'm going to start in reverse. I'm going to go five to one here. Me too. Fifth best Super Bowl I ever watched was last year, 2020. The Buccaneers, 31 to nine over the Chiefs in their home stadium. First time anyone had ever done that. Held the great Patrick Mahomes to zero touchdowns offensively. You're not worthy. <laughs> All right, I'll spare you with the rest of it. I know it, it would kill you for me to ball wash Tom Brady here for the next 30 seconds, but. Um, Number four for me, uh, this game happened in Tampa as well. 2008, Pittsburgh versus Arizona. Um, I really wanted mm. Arizona to win, but we got such a great game there. Uh, you know, Ben Roethlisberger with the the incredible pass to Santonio Holmes, the the play at the end of the first half with James Harrison, who seemed like he took 45 minutes to get to the end zone. But, ah. you know, Fitzgerald and Kurt Warner, they never, they never wavered. It was such a great game. Uh, for me, number three for me was the Harbaugh Bowl, 2012, when the lights that was went out. That was like number seven for me. And the lights went out. Um, Baltimore looked like they were going to run away with it, and then the lights go out, and all of a That's sudden, crazy. Kaepernick and the 49ers were like a different team. That's when I first started feeling like maybe it was because I, when I first really started wagering on games too, I first really started feeling like uh, something's fishy. <laughs> It's really, it really is because I had everything Baltimore, which I ended up still winning a good chunk of money, but I had some alternate spreads. I had some alternate totals. I had so much everything in the way of Baltimore doing what they did basically for the first two and a half quarters. And someone. And then the lights went out and it's just, things were just fishy. So that's really where I started to get the, uh, the cynical side to sports gambling. I'll take that. All right. Number two, speaking of Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers' first Super Bowl against the Raiders out in San Diego. They beat down the Raiders. They beat them so bad, they knocked them into 14 years of oblivion. You know where what? They were terrible. <laughs> Missing playoffs for 14 straight years after the after the Bucs beat them by 27 points. And how the Bucs do in the next 14 years? Uh, they, won a play, they won a couple playoff games, but That's they didn't fair. win any Super Bowls either. Um but yeah, Brad Johnson, Keyshawn Johnson, Keenan McCardell, Michael Bennett. I remember that that team because we uh, we got to go to the parade for that one. So that was pretty cool. I remember I was a freshman in high school, I think, when that happened. Oh, sweet. And then number one, I know you loved it because it was one of your favorite games of all time. <laughs> 2017, the Patriots are down 28-3 to to the Atlanta Falcons in yeah. the third quarter. And the lights went out and they came. No, I'm just kidding. They, the lights the didn't lights. go out. 
But they came all the way back to win 34-28 to in overtime, the first overtime Super Bowl and a so far only overtime Super Bowl we've had uh, in Super Bowl history. So those are my top five. Bucks over Chiefs, Pittsburgh over Arizona, the Harbaugh Bowl, the first Bucks victory against the Raiders, and the 28-3 Pats comeback. I love it. Um, So I, like I said, we've been watching since like 05 religiously. Um. It's really the only ones I remember seeing actually ever. So I think that goes. I mean, that's a good sample size. What is that? Uh, yeah, fifteen years. 15? Yeah, fifteen years. There you go. Sixteen years. So, 15. um, okay, we're presented by Sling TV. MikeAndAndrewDrive.com. Click the Sling TV logo. Number five, Super Bowl Forty Four. The Saints beat the Colts thirty-one seventeen, as Sean Payton. The bastard that he is took if any there if there was any Colts momentum, he said, "Oh yeah, we're taking all that into our backyard." Over the second half with an onside kick, I know the score is thirty-one seventeen, like I said, but I was really rooting for Peyton Manning and the Colts to just ride off in that second half. And boy, <laughs> it did not happen. Thank you, Sean Payton, and curse you. <laughs> you, you got your Jim Harbaugh answer yet? Uh, Jim Harbaugh was the Chargers quarterback in 1999, not 1984. 1984 was Stan Humphreys, but it didn't matter who was back there because they right. stunk. But it, it did remind me of a guy that I forgot about that I used to like watching when he was in Jacksonville was Natron Means. Big great old name. bruising. Yeah, one of the last big fullback running backs. Yeah, Natron Means. He sounds like an XFL player. <laughs> sounds like a, a transformer. Also um, true, yeah. Number four is Super Bowl 49, the game where Tom Brady became the GOAT the next day in the national media, and I keep asking, why was it that game? You remember what happened to Super Bowl 49 between the Seahawks and the Patriots? Yeah, Pete was Campbell the Mal- and Malcolm, Malcolm Butler happened. Uh, come on, dude. They were down 14 going into the fourth. Yes, Nate, Nate uh, Malcolm Butler was a, an, incredible, an incredible story, but he's not a story if they don't get back in there. But the Julian Edelman st- touchdown pass, it was incredible. Everyone in their sister knows that Marshawn Lynch would get like two or three opportunities in that spot, and he got this many opportunities. I'm actually, he may have gotten one. I think it was second down when he threw the ball. And regardless, there's no way in a burning hell you can tell me that that is the game. Because I remember thinking to myself, why can't I wait to see what Stephen A. Smith says tomorrow about why Pete Carroll did this? They opened up with it's Tom Brady the goat. I'm like, did, he, did, he, did we all just miss what just happened? I could not believe it. It blows my mind to this day. The national media did not discuss that second instead of opening up with Brady. What? Heck well, no. Let me tell you, in the words of the greatest uh, WWE superstar of entertainment, The Rock, it doesn't matter what happened. Tom Brady is the GOAT, and I don't – actually, that's a great question. I don't really know in my professional opinion, which is not professional at all, when when he became the GOAT. I would rather like 28-3. to That game was not it. Like, to me, I felt like, okay, he had three Super Bowls. He was continuously a staple in the AFC Championship. Like, you had to go through him eight straight years to make a Super Bowl, and sometimes people did. I don't know when – I don't personally know when, like – is okay. This guy's the goat for me. It's probably twenty-eight to three, the fifth Super Bowl when he passes I Montana. I take that. I think well, it's, I think it's when he passes Montana. That's fair. That's fair. I was like, you know, I just it, as a young media and as a young aspiring media person, I was just like, what the heck? Or am I watching? 
All right, number three. That was number three. Number no, that was number four. Number three is I'm just looking at all these Tom Brady games. I'm um, so. Of course you are. <laughs> number three is twenty-eight to three. Okay. And I know what you're thinking. It's all I know. I've only been watching since '05. How do I not call Brady the goat? It's it, it blows my mind too. Anyways, twenty-eight to three. I will give Brady fans this game, but I and I've told the story on this show before, Aaron. Even though my old mic said it first, Aaron. I literally was this close to falling asleep, and the next morning I had to tell people, I had to tell local Falcons fans they lost. They literally were bragging to me that they had won the Super Bowl. They had no clue. Didn't even check their phones that morning. Went straight to the dollar store to get themselves some honey buns. They were like, man, stop lying. I said, bro, I'm I'm not playing. They couldn't believe (laughs) it. Yeah, I can totally understand anyone who went to sleep in the third quarter, or even at halftime, waking up Mm. the next morning and not checking their phone and just assuming Falcons are – but if you're a Falcon fan, how are you even going to bed? Don't go to bed. I, I would never sleep ever since that game ended. How about that? That's what I'm saying. If I'm a Falcon fan, I want to watch that thorough beatdown of Tom Brady that was that no, was agree, happening no. at while you were awake. And I had like all I was like laying on the couch about like just to call it a night because all my friends had left too. Right. And they all when that pick six was thrown, it was over, right? <laughs> Bull crap. Yeah, when we when we po- when we uh we had a Super Bowl party at our house and a lot of people right. I work with and, and my wife works with uh, there weren't a lot of Patriots. There were a lot of Tom Brady haters, not a lot of Patriots fans, not a lot of Falcons fans. So when it was 28 to three, I was get, I was like, you guys need to just go, just go. But right. uh, let's just say anyone who you talk to about that party will know that as that comeback commenced, I was incredibly, incredibly obnoxious. Incredibly obnoxious. Like yes. No, I was obnoxious as the comeback was on for sure. Number two, you thought this would be number one, but it's not number two, the Giants beat the undefeated almighty Patriots 17-14 Super Bowl 42. But number one for me, I'm a homer. And this is my first game I officially ever told people, I want that team to win. I know they're going to win it. And Devin Hester did not help with that. <laughs> not a bad start. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. Old take exposed already, but no, Colts beat, beat, beat the Bears in Super Bowl 41-29-17 in the rain that Jeff Saturday and Peyton Manning snap connection, they've told it before, that helps more than people know. Because Rex Grossman, I'm the Bears fumbled like four times with, with a snap. And so it really was huge for, for my Jeff Saturday and Peyton Manning love. So. Yeah, and I can tell you this. I don't care what the conditions were. If Rex Grossman would have beaten Peyton Manning out for a Super Bowl you know with, the team, with the day team they had, that you talk, we talk legacy a lot. That would have been the ultimate, like, no goat conversation. That for would have you. made up for Eli Manning twice. About that. Yeah, that would have. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we talk about Aaron Rodgers and uh, you know how he can't get into that conversation. If, if Peyton Manning loses to a, a Super Bowl to Rex Grossman, Drew Brees, okay, I'm fine with it, but not Rex Grossman. Right. All right, guys. When we come back, we're talking a curious cardinal. Mm-hmm. Also, Alvin Kamara doesn't look too great, according to police. And Jelly Ramsey, I want you. We're right to the AM Drive on Swan Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap. Because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show 
the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com. Dot com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twelonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. There's a pretty big game this weekend on Sunday, and I'm calling all Bengals and Rams fans to go to MikeAndAndrive.com and do what, Aaron? You got to click the F. They got to click the F, and why? Because Fanatics has every team from every league with daily deals, and yes, including Super Bowl merchandise. They actually have like a different designed hat for each Bengals and Rams conference championship. You don't want to miss it. If, you, if you're going to the Super Bowl, which is outrageously priced, you better be wearing those shirts, but you better be getting them right here at MikeNearandDrive.com and click the F. Any last words on Fanatics? Yeah, if you're spending thousands of dollars, we can help you save money with the merchandise. Huh? We, we got you. Daily deals, baby. <laughs> Boom. All right. Curious Cardinal. The curious case of the card. I don't know what's going on. Red Bird's disease. <laughs> Okay. Oh, <laughs> Kyler Murray has removed everything related to Arizona Cardinals on his social media. It's weird that he did this, I think, after the Pro Bowl, which just makes this even weirder. Like, the loss of the Rams was not good enough. <laughs> he had to think about this, let it stew in his brain. Um, I even checked it out myself. Um, there's nothing in his bio. He deleted all the Instagram photos, had Cardinal stuff in it. This is, mm -hmm. this is weird. 
This is weird. And don't, don't, Kyler, if you come on and say you're hacked, screw you for that. Yeah. So this one for me is, is this, this is more in your, uh, you know, your millennial kind of territory. Oh. Like, no, I don't mean this in a bad way. I just mean like, you know, scrubbing your entire Instagram of all the interactions and all the, the pictures. Like, this is kind of the new age way of like throwing a temper tantrum. Like, mm. it, it it seems like the timing of doing it with the Pro Bowl makes me think that like you get together with all these pros and all these superstars of, of the league and most of them are buddies and everything and they know each other. They've played in AAUs and up and coming and it seems like he got, you know, started talking to these guys, especially Mike Evans. It seems like that connection starting to kind of develop and brew. It seems like he wants to go kind of do the NBA style of adopting of, of, you know, going to another team. Like he's not happy in Arizona. Now, again, this, this is all speculation here, but is this a spot where, you know, the Cardinals maybe go ahead and trade him, maybe pick up some draft capital in, cause they need more than just a quarterback, but if they can pick up a quarterback in the draft to build around, does that restart the clock on Cliff Kingsbury and make maybe maybe Kyler Murray's the new QB one in Tampa with Mike Evans. They like that connection. What if he they traded just to spite just to spite Kyler Murray? What if they in order to give Kyler, in order to give Kyler to Tampa, they demanded Mike Evans in return, and then they just <laughs> drafted the quarterback to have DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, AJ Green. <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> that. I can't imagine that Kyler or uh, that Tampa Bay is going to give up a, a player of the caliber of Mike Evans for Kyler Murray. No, no disrespect to Kyler Murray. Straight but off. No, I understand there'll be picks involved and everything, but Kyler Murray to me isn't a quarterback that warrants a potential Hall of Fame receiver return and trade. Oh, I don't know about that. I disagree wholeheartedly. Like for I mean, me, they like both, they both have good trajectories ahead of them. They do, but I know, and I know that if his season, if his career ended like next year, he could be a, a he probably would be in the Hall of Fame, Mike Evans. Right, that's fair. I don't know that for Kyler Murray. I mean, yes, yeah, seventy percent completion last year, twenty four touchdowns, a little low. I know he rushed for uh, like eight or nine last year, but thirty seven hundred yards. Like to me, he's he's just not like I don't know. He to me, he honestly seems like a poor man's in his prime, Russell Wilson. Oh, good Lord. Not now, but in his prime, Russell Wilson was incredible. 35 touchdowns. He'd rush mm. for four or 500 yards. Kyler Murray's not, got a bigger not there yet. That's fine. That doesn't, that doesn't necessarily matter sometimes. Like, That's I mean, fair. the bigger arm, these guys can still throw the ball 50 yards down the field. You're not, you don't need to throw it 80 yards down the field. That's fair. And uh, I don't know. To me, he seems more like Cam Newton than he does Russell Wilson. Hmm. Oh Lord, are you? Well, that's kind of mean. I, I'm not. I'm not sour on Kyler. I mean, I think he can be fine, but I'm not. If you're asking me to trade Mike Evans and a couple first round picks for him, it's not happening. If you're asking it, me to trade two firsts and and maybe like Scotty Miller, sure, have at it. Right. I don't know, but if you're the Cardinals in this spot, do you really want to appease him and just? Oh yeah, we'll send you to Tampa. Don't worry, little little buddy. No, you you want to. You want to exile this dude to Siberia, like exile him to the Jaguars or some? No, obviously not. The Houston, Houston Texans, Houston. Right. Yeah, because that's where you're going to get a good pick out of. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can get a couple first round picks, uh, they're going to be higher from Houston than they are from Tampa. 
you know, agree I'll, on that. Now that you mentioned this, the social media, Timmer, and the fact that the Cardinals could get back, this is like probably the most they'll get back unless Kyler goes off again next year. I don't know, but why would he do that, though? Like, just It just seems so out of the ordinary. Like, the Rams beating the snot out of you, and you look like, like, like a little poodle out there, did not do it. But, hey, Mike Evans, what's up, bro? How you been? Oh, man, my guy's awesome. I'm yours. Like, what? Come on, man. This is the world we so live in. These guys aren't competitors anymore. That's a fair point, too. Like, this isn't a... Co- these guys aren't competitive. They're all buddies. They don't, I mean, you don't have to hate each other, but like, you Apparently know, you losing just, doesn't mean anything to them either. No, they're collecting paychecks and they're playing, a, they're playing a child's game. So, so as far I mean, like the fans thought process versus a player's thought. it's the same with Andrew Luck. I mean, not to, not to downplay one quarterback or the other. Like if Andrew Luck really, truly loved the game, I understand he was getting killed, but think about the offensive line he'd have now. Oh you yeah. Know, he, he just waited it out a couple more. He'd be 10 years into his career coming into his prime with an incredible offensive line. And, we might have won and, the chip this year. <laughs> absolutely. So it, sometimes, you know, he looks at it, he says, okay, look, I made a hundred million dollars. You know, I'm done. I'm just done. I went and to I Stanford and got my degree. <laughs> yeah. I don't, and I don't blame him. It's totally fine. I, 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 I would be in the same spot, but I'm saying like yeah. for us to just believe these guys love their sport, it's, that doesn't exist anymore. How about let's go to one trajectory to the other side of the spectrum here. Um, surveillance videos make Alvin Kamara look pretty bad. Um, I read the report. I don't know if you, I know you sent me the article, but I don't know if you read that. It's not very good because according to this guy named Charles something or other, um, Alvin Kamara and his boys after like they went to the nightclub, apparently cornered this dude and I don't care how much crap he was, he may or may not have been talking. Apparently he and his boys beat the stunt and kicked him until he was unconscious. So this is not just, you know, they, when I read significant bodily harm, I was not thinking about just brutalizing a dude. Like, our boy Joey Capusa yesterday shares a Twitter video that was surfacing a, of, a, of a girl getting beat up until she was unconscious. Mm-hmm. And I remember the outrage underneath that, that section. This is, this is an NFL player involved in the exact same thing. And those were teenage girls, by the way. This right. does it, not look good. And if, if they ever if they release this footage and it looks bad, I don't know if it's the Ray Rice thing, but man, I don't Aaron, I don't like this. This doesn't look good. So yeah, this is kind of tough. I mean, I I haven't seen any any police or any surveillance video, and I don't think it's been made public to I don't think it's been made public. But they're telling so, what we have right now is the story of this guy knows he was getting beat up and he remembers seeing Alvin Kamara. Like Apparently another person was the one who saw him first. Right. So did we see Alvin Kamara assault and, you know, with assault and battering this guy, or do we just see Alvin Kamara maybe watching it and not doing anything about it because it's his crew. Like there's a lot of, of, you know, there's a lot of, situation here and i'll take you a little a little insight for me like i for years worked on the las vegas strip i worked right next to this nightclub this nightclub called dre's inside the cromwell i worked at the flamingo they're literally right next to each other every weekend there was a fight at this club it's just the way it was there was fights there was gunshots michael bennett his remember his incident where he filed he lied about the police that was at dre's this oh, I, see, I saw the video. I didn't know that was where you where you live at. That's crazy. Well, it's where I worked. I don't right. work there any. I don't work there anymore after the pandemic. But 
this place has always kind of had problems. Now I'm not so blaming I'm the, not blaming the company, but this is a problem where it doesn't shock me. And it does. And there was a lot, a lot of celebrities and athletes, like, you know, a lot of celebrity, a lot of singers do their concerts there and everything. And it just always seemed to create problems for one reason or another. So it, it, I'm starting to understand that maybe this is, is this guy's telling the truth. I want to believe Kamara. I want to back Kamara, but if surveillance video is matching what's going on, then that means Alvin Kamara is actively beating up a person for whatever reason is, I don't care is what the reason is. Like we I don't said care what the reason is. Like we said yesterday, he's the bigger person. He's the professional athlete. He has a bigger platform. It doesn't matter what the reason yeah. is. And I don't care what someone calls you. I don't care what about your pride. I don't care about anything. Like if this guy was trying to get a rise out of you, good. Let him. He's still the loser. And he got it. And he got it. Yeah, he got it. So, so he you wins. know what? Yep. So I, I, I'm starting to feel less and less sorry for Alvin Kamara in this. If the surveillance video does show that Alvin Kamara is actively, I mean, this may be excessive, but actively trying to kill this guy. I mean, I know you, you don't fight somebody just to injure them. Sometimes you fight them to just to destroy them. Right. So I want to go a little much to the first clip here. Okay. Because I have a little rant. Um, it, It's regarding NFL fans. You kind of just alluded to it like, oh, I, I don't know how I feel about Alvin Kamara now. And I saw it on Facebook, too, and so I made my comment and say, come on, guys. Like, I'm tired of people who are fans. I don't care if it's your favorite player in the world. I don't care if this was Tom Brady for you. You do not know these athletes. It doesn't matter how much you think you do. If LeBron James was in this situation, I am not going to let that cloud my judgment of reality that it's possible for this stuff to happen. And I find it very annoying. Hold on. Well, let's get these comments real quick before I go on. Um, you think some drinks were involved? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Elder Absolutely. says, Illinois plus six, four, five. Well, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I'll take the points. Let's do it just because. But I'll say it again. I Fans got to stop this crap, man. They got to stop putting these athletes on these pedestals that do not exist. They are human beings just like us. They may – you may think LeBron has handled himself well, but like I said – if this was LeBron James, I would not go and say, well, let's just wait until the facts are not. Well, I don't know if he would do. I don't know him personally. If I have never met him, do not, if you have never met this person, do not comment on this incident. You do not know. Don't reserve judgment and hope the guy is. No, this stuff is possible. And I don't like when fans, I don't like when fans do that, man. It's, it's oh, fair. I, mean... I don't know about that, man. You talk about Purdue. Good Lord, and I might go minus six and a half. All right. Well, you and I, friendly wager. I like, I'll take Illinois plus six and a half today. Well, go ahead. Now, what were you going to say? I don't know. I forgot. I was thinking about college basketball there. But uh, no, I mean, you're absolutely right. Like, we've never met, I don't know on a personal level any professional athletes. I've met professional athletes. Um, when I used to work poker tournaments, charity events, I would interact with them. But yeah, I don't know them. Like, I, we don't know their life just like they don't know ours. Like, I understand getting someone getting under your skin. I can 100% sympathize with that. But the difference between me and Alvin Kamara is <laughs> you've got to keep walking away. I don't care what he does. I don't care if he slept with your girl. Like, you've got to walk away. I don't care away. if he slept with your mom. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, Delonte. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, you've gotta you've gotta walk away, Alvin. Like this this hurts you. Like if if you start turning into you know an image of you know like look at Kareem Hunt. Like I don't what is what what could happen? Like do the Saints cut Alvin Kamara if he ends up being suspended for eight games next year? Mm. Like because he's definitely gonna be under the uh, what do you call it the conduct policy? Which is, which I think is a dumb policy. I, I want to say that again. It's unfair to guys. But the more I look at this, it's like why is it okay? Why is it dumb? It's just weird to me. Like I feel like they could just like it's just it's like the Sean Watson situation where we don't even know what's going on with the thing. But oh, because of our personal good old boy conduct, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that anymore. So all right, so this that's a completely separate issue because I'm still in the belief that the, the Texans should have trotted Deshaun Watson out this year. Make the NFL right. suspend him because no one suspended him. Which they just insane. held him out of the season. That that's an that's a, such an insane topic. I can understand that one, but I mean, look at the if the surveillance video ever becomes public. Yeah. You know, does Alvin Kamara? I mean, depending on because we saw the the Kareem Hunt surveillance video, he does kick a female. This guy's right, absolutely. Like the the Browns would be right there. Could you imagine Chubb Hunt and Alvin Kamara in the same back? They're not. I bet you Hunt and Kamara would have a little conversation, wouldn't they? Uh, they'd have a sparring match. Ooh, too soon. Ooh. Yeah, no. Oh, this is just bad for Kamara, and I I don't like it. It is. It's a bad look. I feel like I said I want to feel bad for Kamara. I want to feel like he was baited into this, but we don't know the story. And regardless of the story, if he's actively beating up another human being, I just it I, it's hard. It's hard for me to get behind him at this point. I agree. That was presented by Fanatics Rams and um, Bengals fans. Go to MikeAndAndRoderick.com and click the what? The F. Woo! That's a V. That's a sideways V. <laughs> when we come back, we're know. talking Jalen Ramsey and Karis LeVert. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High-quality swag for cheap, because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch, at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next-generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? 
Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. Welcome back to the AM Drive here on 12 Ounce Sports, the final segment of the day. And we are presented by our own shop. Got to visit amdrive.online because the best morning show has the lowest price merch. You can get these awesome hoodies for what, 26 bucks, Mike? What are the costs? Yes. These tumblers for 20 that mug for how much? 13 and you can throw it across the room. <laughs> you don't really want to throw it across the room because then you have to buy another mug when you break it. But there's so much awesome swag for the AM Drive here at amdrive.online. Visit it today and wear it. Wear our faces and drink our faces. Enjoy it. All right. So All right. let's talk a little NBA trade, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First first of all, I do want to get to um, Cavs um, getting Karis LeVert. Um, I mentioned the show earlier. They're my fifth best team, and this is one of the reasons why. Because I thought the loss of Ricky Rubio was huge, but apparently, unlike 2K, where you can't trade away injured guys, you can do it now in the NBA, which I did not know. Um, so Ricky Rubio goes to the Pacers, and the Cavs get a very talented guard who used to be with the Brooklyn Nets, and I thought they should have never traded him. He actually almost died recently. Like he, like they had like. Did you remember the story last year or two years ago when? Because of like a random tr- test when he was traded to the Pacers, he had like a like the vitals done. He's like, oh crap, I'm dying of like kidney failure or whatever. Yes, and I turned, remember that. That was crazy. So Karis Levert has been great. I believe he's been injured a little bit this year, but man, Cavs with Karis Levert and that crew over there. Oh my god. Oh so my getting god. traded, getting traded saves lives. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then so there you go, Colin Murray. Okay, I'm kidding. So CJ McCollum. Breaking freaking news. And Aaron, thanks for telling me this because I looked on Woj's account and it's true. So CJ McCollum could be traded to the Pelicans. They're in, quote, serious talks, which means quite a bit, Aaron, just to let you know. <laughs> like Lovey Smith, right? <laughs> yeah, let's just assume he's traded, right? I think Damian Lillard and Zion Williamson, it's going to be a match. I'm kidding. I don't know if that's the, if that's the thing, but if that is the thing. Oh, bless it. I'm a Blazers fan. I'm buying a Blazers jersey tomorrow, if that's a thing. And I love Damian Lillard. But in all speculation and honesty, wait. What if they get Brandon Ingram and pair him with Damian Lillard? So what I'm reading here from Shams is the the deal is centered around Josh Hart and draft compensation. It seems like it's rebuild time for the Trailblazers. You know what, man? We'll talk about it a little bit more tomorrow, but I know we wanted to get to this. Jamar I don't even care. Tr- screw the trade. I don't even care. There what you go. Jalen Ramsey. 
Yeah, Jalen Ramsey and Jamar Chase. Jalen Ramsey says he wants the, all, the, all the smoke. He wants the smoke of Jamar Chase. Now, we talked to Joey yesterday. Are we 100% sure he's going to trace him down all, all game? Maybe, maybe not. Like you said, there's three big named receivers, T. Higgins, you know, Tyler Boyd, and Jamar Chase to cover. Do you think Jalen Ramsey really wants Jamar Chase, or is he just saying this publicly but behind closed doors, maybe telling, uh, maybe telling the Rams coaching staff, hey, man, just keep me on one side of the field? I think Jalen Ramsey is setting himself up to be exposed if they lose this game and to be blamed for the reason they lose. It's totally possible. I mean, you got to feel like Jamar Chase is going to get his somehow, some way. But if Jalen Ramsey does cover him and he does shut him down, I mean, what's what's considered shutting down Jamar Chase this year? Like 60 yards and no touchdowns? Yes. Because it seems like no one else has really been able to stop him. So, I mean, it could do a lot for Jalen Ramsey's legacy one way or the other. I kind of love the fact that he wants the smoke if on Sunday – he gets the smoke. Like, he gets to to, to shadow J- Jamar Chase. I want to see that matchup as a sports fan, as a football fan. And also, he might be still petty about Tom Brady dropping his last ball on his, his last nut on him. He might yeah. be. Who knows? Tom Brady with that 55-yard through the air touchdown right on, right on Jalen Ramsey. Hey, Mike, did you know that J- that Tom Brady at 44 years old can still throw a ball 50 yards in the air? <laughs> did you know the Blazers are trading C.J. McCollum? For Josh Hart? I well, they're right. finalizing a deal. Is this good for the Pelicans? Are like, are they? It doesn't mean anything for me. For, I mean, it's more. It means more for the Blazers, in my opinion. They're they're blowing it up, right? Yeah. So, all right, that's gonna do it here for this top five Tuesday. We appreciate you guys tuning in and interacting with the show. That was awesome. Appreciate your comments. Go uh, Illinois plus six and a half. Hopefully, that's and a lot go. Of today. But I don't know if you watched Boba Fett's documentary. It was nice to him to chime in. He's, a, he's starting. He's in a Disney Plus documentary right now. I watched the first season last night. It's uh, or not the first season, the first episode last night. There's like six episodes so far, I think. Decent, decent so far. Good first episode. I'm, I'm in. I like that Star Wars stuff. So I like it too. So thanks to Boba Fett from whatever. I think you're on Tatooine right now. So thanks whatever for. Thanks for, for interacting with us. But make sure you can interact with us on the socials at AM Drive TV. Of course, visit the shop to get these awesome hoodies at amdrive.online. We'll be back tomorrow with Sammy Action talking some Super Bowl. He's got some prop bets for us as well. The always entertaining. Appreciate you, Mitch. Uh, the always entertaining Sammy Action will join us tomorrow. And, of course, you can visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com to support all of the sponsors just like our shop and Fanatics and Popple and Vice Golf and Sling TV. They're all there. You can get previous shows. You can check out our Spotify link. You can even give us money if you want. We don't ask, but we'll take it. Um, so for Michael, <laughs> You're going to make it rain in here. So for Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch. We appreciate you guys tuning in, listening, supporting. Do it all again tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern. We are out. Good night and drive safe. <laughs>